I want you to turn your Bibles, if you will, to the book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 8. Most of you already know this verse. When you have it, say amen. I'm reading from the King James text. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Father God, in the name of Yahshua, your son, we bless your name and we give you glory. Our hearts bubble over with excitement and anticipation of what you're going to do. You'll never stale. You're always fresh and we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Open our eyes so that we can behold you even more in Jesus' name. Now bless this words that's coming forth and let it minister to some soul today let them leave this place charged challenged and changed in Jesus name and God's people said amen you may be seated oh how good God is I, I love the Lord I love him because he first loved me I like he's a God is involved with the affairs of his people He's involved in your affair. And sometimes when you don't even invite him in, just because you, you are his, he'll do it for you anyhow. I thank God. I thank him for his mercy. That he don't give up on us when we have given up on him. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Because it had to depend on me. It would have been over a long time ago. But the Apostle Paul asked the question, who shall separate us from the love of God? Or what shall separate us from the love of God? It's not because I'm holding on. It's because he's holding me. Tell your neighbor what I just say. It's not because I'm holding on. But because he's holding me. That's the reason why I don't have a problem with the praise. Because I know this week, it was all on God. Sterling, if it hadn't been for him, mm, I can think of some instances that I would have went under, but because God made me too big for the devil to swallow. Mm, he wanted to swallow me, but he made me too big for him to swallow. Couldn't even get me in his mouth. God, I thank you. What an awesome God we serve. And the more I go on, the more I depend on him and on his mercy. I don't take it for granted. Do you appreciate your health and strength? Yes. I'm going to ask y'all to do something right here. And I'm probably, I don't know if I'm going to ask y'all to do anything else. But just stand on your feet. Wasn't it good? Even if you had to rock three times. <laughs> Lady, and I, Lady and I got something since we've gotten into our 70s. We count how many times we rock before we get up. So now I tell her, so now I tell her, I watch her when she get out of the car. I say, oh, you got up on one rock that time. 
But even if you had to rock or even if you had to reach out and catch a hold to the pew in front of you to pull up, wasn't it good to be able to stand on your feet? Now give God a praise for being able to stand on your feet. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I didn't have to be this way, but he let me stand on my feet. Hallelujah. And sit down in victory. Hallelujah. What a great and an awesome God we serve. I've instructed you down through the years, so I'm not going to be instructing you too much this morning. We're just going to celebrate something. How, how much can I tell you? Amen. I went from Genesis to Revelation, but that's all right. We're just going to refresh something we've told you before. He's a good God. I've chosen for a subject this morning. Power for this hour. Power for this hour. Amen. Never in history have there been an hour like this one that we are now living in. Never in history. It was the Lord Jesus Christ in the book of Matthew's chapter number 24, verses 10 through and including 13 that says, And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Can you pray a little prayer with me and say, Lord, Lord let, me endure. let me endure. Oh, my God. You know, I'm so glad that he metered out the amount that he's going to put on me. He won't put more on me than I'm able to bear. And then he said in the book of Luke chapter 21, verse 24 through 27, and they shall fall by the edge of the sword and shall be led away captive unto nations and Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles be fulfilled. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nation with perplexities, the sea and the waves rowing, men's heart failing them for fear, and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken, and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in the cloud with power and great glory. And there's nothing now to turn on the TV and hear about meteorites falling to the earth, ice glaciers breaking loose, floating downstream, putting ships in danger. These are some of the things that we are dealing with. Places that was hot is cold now, and places that was cold is hot. Amen. Even in the animal kingdom, there is a disturbance among them. So these are the days in which they wrote about. The Apostle Paul seconded what Jesus was saying in the book of Timothy, chapter 4, verse 1 through 5. And it says, I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. 
preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reproving, rebuking, exalting with all long suffering and doctrine for the time. This is that time. Will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned into favor. But watch thou in all things, endure affliction, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of your ministry. Brothers and sisters, this is the hour. This is the hour. It was Alicia Walker who said, the most common way people give up their power is by thinking they don't have any. Can you just tell the person beside you, I have power. And sometimes we're in situations that we feel powerless. Some of us right now are in situations in this room that they feel powerless. But I want you to speak out against that spirit and say, I have power. The Lord has not left us powerless. Power is the ability, the strength, the capacity to do something. It is also control and influence over other people and their action. The authority to act or do something according to the law of rule. The ability to influence people's judgment and their emotion. So we see that along with power come responsibility. We shouldn't sit around and just complain about what's happening. You have power to make a difference. You have power to change your situation. I want to be real close and real personal. I want you to tell the person next to you, you have power to control that situation. I don't care what it is. You, you, lift, the, lift Lady Harris's finger up and say, you have power to control it. It only seems as if you are losing. But you stand up with the power that's on the inside of you. God has not left you impotent. He has left you filled with power. With the power of the Holy Ghost. Christ in you. The hope of glory. Amen. So there are all kinds of power in the world. And the book of Romans says the power that be. Is of God, nuclear power, solar power, uh, strategy power, boss main power, lawnmower power, automobile power, all kinds of power. Amen. And those powers that be, there is no power outside of God. Even the power that the devil used is still God's power. And God is only permitting him to use it to make you stronger. Oh, I know the devil think he's going to destroy you, but God is only letting him use the power to make you stronger. 
It's just like the tree as we talked about on Wednesday night when the wind blows against the tree. It's not to blow the tree down. It makes the roots go in the ground. So when the real storm comes, I can bend, but I'm coming back up. Amen. Weebles will weeble, but they will come back up. You may think I'm down, but I'm coming back up. I have resurrection power. Anybody feel resurrection power? I want somebody to say, this ain't the first time I've been down, but I'm coming back up. Do you feel it within yourself, that resurrection power lifting you up while you're still in your situation? But I can feel an uplift and a draft that's bringing me up to another level. This must be what the prophet Isaiah was talking about in Isaiah 59, 19. So shall they fear thy name, O Lord, from the east and his glory Amen. From the rising of the sun, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Amen. Oh, bless the name of our God. This is a power that you don't want to stand on the outside and watch. I want to be part of this power. I want to be involved. There was a time when people used to fall out under the power of the Holy Ghost, lose their mind for a while. And amen, a little bit later on, they would come back to themselves. Amen. And now we'd like to be in control. But it won't nothing for us to come to church. Get up, amen. Some of the women would wake, uh, from, the, wake from the spirit and want to know what a head is. Amen. Brothers would wake up out of it and say, Lord, what do I look like doing this? But we would lose our sense of being just for a little while. That's the power that I'm talking about. Amen. Uh, we need that power. We, amen. We need that power today. We need it in our homes. We need it in the church, on our jobs, in our schools, and in our government. We need that power. Amen. The kind of explosive that will get our attention and bring us back to the mission that God has given each of us. Let me tell you, we all have a mission. That mission is not to build bigger buildings. It is not to grow large congregations. It is not to be better educated. Uh, it is not more money. No, the mission of the church is to make disciples. And I think sometimes we have missed that mission because we are doing everything else in church except church. Amen. And we're trying to get more sophisticated, building bigger buildings, building con bigger congregation. But what good is a big congregation without power? Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Amen. So our mission is to make disciples. In the book of Genesis, uh, this is going to be a short message, y'all. It's going to be short. I promise you it's going to be short. Because I know y'all can't hold but so much. <laughs> In the book of Genesis, we have the story of God walking 
in the midst of Adam and Eve and after their sin we see God putting them out of the garden and placing an angel there to keep them out the whole story of the New Testament is God trying to find a way that he can be with man that's the whole the whole thing of the Old Testament trying to find a way he can be with man. It's something about us that smit God. He just loves us so much. He wants to be with us. Uh, so we see here, let's look at Exodus 25 and 8. Exodus 25 and 8. While y'all getting number, read it. And let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. Mm. Somebody ought to give God a hand praise because he wanted to dwell among them. Let me, he says here, and let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. And in case y'all a little bit off and think I'm not on my subject, his presence is power. No God, no power. The real fire is God. The fake fire look like it, but it have no potency. It's still God. Now, let's go over now to Exodus chapter 31. I mean, I'm sorry, 33 verses 1 through 3. And the Lord said to Moses, now this is after he had brought him out of the land of Egypt. Everything was all right. Israel did their the usual thing. Forget God overnight. And don't we do the same thing? Run around church on Sundays and Wednesday because a problem come up. We don't forgot God on Wednesday. That's because the power is not operating in our lives. This is what he says here, all right? Where was I reading that? And the Lord said unto Moses, Depart and go up thou the people which thou hast brought up out of the land of Egypt, to the land which I swore unto Abraham and to Isaac and to Jacob, saying, Unto thy seed will I give it. Hmm. I was, that, that, is that where I was? Mm-hmm. I ain't got Alzheimer's. Oh, God, I thank you. And I will send an angel. I will what? Send. Now, all the other time, God says, my angel is going to be there. But God said, y'all ain't got so bad, I ain't going to come. I'm just going to send the angel. I know sometimes... We said, God, send me a blessing, but I want God to bring me a blessing. Because I don't want it if God ain't in it. All right. I will send the angel before thee, and I will drive out the Canaanites, the Amorites, the, Hitt the uh, Hittites, the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jupicite to a lane flowing with milk and honey, and I will not go up. In the midst of thee, for thou art a what? Stiff-necked people, lest I consume thee in the way. 
Look at what Moses say in Exodus 33 and verse 15. Mm-hmm. Somebody read that for me. He's. Mm-hmm. In other words, what Moses is saying, I don't want it without you. Uh, is there anybody in the congregation that said, Lord, I don't want it without you? Oh, say it again. I don't want it without you. You see, I would rather have a peanut butter sandwich with you than a steak without you. I would rather live in a shack with you than a mansion without you. I would rather be friendless with you than have all the friends without you. I would rather walk beside a mule than to ride in a Bentley without you. Oh my God. I would rather have a church in a storefront than a cathedral without you. Oh my God, I, 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 I'm addicted to him. Uh, I got to have him, Denise. I can't make it without God. I thought about this thing. I thought about people who have exchanged the God for something else. They, uh, I remember, uh, 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 Minister Cleveland Gillespie preached some years ago, you got what you wanted, but you lost what you had. Y'all still remember that message? Boy, that was the last one right there. And sometimes we have gotten what we thought we wanted, but at what expense? What, what expense? Amen. You got it, but now you're powerless. Your, your drive is gone, but let me tell you what. You can take it all, but I got to have Jesus. You talking about, uh, amen, uh, um, big building? Yeah, do you like big building yeah I like big business building but I tell you what I would rather go back to a storefront church with a watchboard amen for the music a pot belly heater amen for the heat and amen to have a fine building with padded pews amen and central air without Jesus I got to have the power you see amen the church got a whole lot of stuff but I'm afraid we lost the power power of the Holy Ghost. We need an explosion in, in our midst. The kind of explosion that's going to bring us back to the reality of who God is. That explosion in our hearts is going to make us hungry for him. I wonder is there anybody in the building that's a man really want to get hungry. Sometimes I go into prayer and because of all of the things that's bidding for my attention. I just fall down on my knees and I don't ask him for a whole lot of stuff. I said, Lord, make me hungry for you. I wish I had somebody here that knew what I was talking about. I just said, Lord, make me hungry for you. And then I feel a hunger coming on the inside of my soul because I heard the word of God said, they that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. Oh, I wish I had somebody in this center section that could have jumped to you and said, Lord, make me hungry. 
Lord, make me hungry. Anybody over here that will just jump to your feet and say, Lord, make me hungry. Uh, how about over in this section? Lord, make me hungry. You see, I want to get so hungry that I thank scripture when I wake up in the nighttime. There was a time when I used to wake up and think about scripture, but now I wake up wondering about the bills that I've gotten into. Who like me and who don't like me? Like me. But when I get hungry, showing up, when I wake up in the midnight hour, I heard a scripture saying to me, I went to bed with a bill, but I heard in the midnight hour, a word came to me, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, and then, amen, I look at my inability and what I can't do, I heard him say, the young lion will lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing, demon power have raised his head but God is able somebody say he's able he's able we want power 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 Holy Ghost power without the power John St. John 114 and let me see, no, no, no. Whoo! No. One twelve. But as many as received him. Did they get it? Ask right there. Anybody got a family yet? To them. He gave, King James said, he gave them the power. To become the sons of God. Let me confess to you this morning, brothers and sisters. If you don't have no power, you don't belong to him. Hallelujah. Because as many as received him, to them gave he power. Somebody say power. Power. You see, you don't become the sons of God just by shaking somebody's hand. An explosion got to take place down in your soul. Have it been such a long time that you forgot what it was when you first got the Holy Ghost? Amen. I think the church need to go back and experience another Pentecost. We need to go back and experience another explosion of the Holy Ghost in our lives. We need to go back until it break up your playground. We need to go back because we need a power that'll put down the demon powers of hell. We need power. Amen. To get our children through school. We need power on our jobs. We need power in the church. We need power for this hour. What you want now, Bishop? I would somebody would catch on, catch on. Oh, I would somebody would. Oh, I would somebody would. Oh, that they would. 
Yeah, they would. Oh, I would. Somebody would. Burning with the Holy Ghost. Oh, I would. Somebody would. Now, 